Well, it's Ashley and Brad on the radio, and a welcome in, everybody. Here it is, November the 6th of 2023, because I'm making a very specific point to say that uh, this weekend, as in yesterday, mm-hmm. you should have Huey Lewis. I'll be back in time. You should have gone back in time. Otherwise, you're an hour off. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you got to be back in time. Your uh, your clocks probably went back uh, automatically, at least the ones on your phone. The phones did, yeah. All the but smart your analog stuff. watches and your oven and your microwave probably yeah. need to be adjusting. Yeah. And your car. And then you got to figure out, okay, is it this car that yeah. I got to do the special <laughs> menu? You. Or is it, uh, I forget. So you change your air filters. You got to change the batteries in your. Uh, yeah. 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 Anyway. Uh, so that's just a friendly reminder. Also, thanks, everybody, for getting in touch. Man, there's lots of texts and voicemails we'll get to uh, and the usual kind of stuff, uh, as we often do. Okay. But first news. The Roundup with Ashley Page. Well, listen, a lot of people think that the falling back clock change, is the, that's the good one because we get we got an extra well, hour of sleep. Well, of course it is. No, no, but it gets dark at 2.30 in the afternoon. I, I understand, but in ter- if you're going to have to do it, it'd be better to go back and get an extra hour. But no. It's, no. It, it's, no. We have here's electricity the- now is what I'm trying to get to. Why are we still doing this? Well, listen, here's the problem. There's also a lot of undesirable effects with the fall time change because tons it, of them. it messes with with our natural body rhythms, of course it does. including sleep, specifically sleep. Yeah. Uh, because, and not just adults, kids, pets, like every, everyone's like, wait a second, wait a minute. Yeah. Here's the thing. Light is the central driver of that circadian rhythm that we have for sleeping. So finding the, the, that extra daylight mm-hmm. as much as you can, that's going to help you adjust specifically this week. It's always the first week after that it's a little yeah. wonky. So try to get as much natural light okay, as you can. Okay, point is, it's been on the books for how many years now? The state, 19 states have voted. Let's, can we please be done with this? Right. And I it's agree. still not gone anywhere. So you're like, what's going on? Why have we not uh, we addressed this yet? We, we need to. Oh, okay. The Wendy's Frosty is as classic as any fast food dessert can get. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Uh, we love the classic uh, chocolate and vanilla. Those are normal. But then they started changing some stuff up and we got pumpkin spice. And, nah. But they're saying move over pumpkin spice because now it's time for the peppermint frosty. Uh. Uh, according to Wendy's, the peppermint frosty rolls out to menus nationwide November 14th. We're not even at Thanksgiving yet. Oh, Come on. Frosty. That sounds uh, so good. No, I, oh, that sounds so good. Anything chocolate minty, I'm out. No thanks. You know, no, I, it just sounds no good. Uh, sounds yeah, nice. No. So according to the Hollywood Reporter, Universal Pictures has dropped the official trailer for The Fall Guy. Not that fall guy. The fall guy. Not, not the TV show turned into a movie. This is Ryan Gosling. He plays a stuntman in the film who was hired to work for a filmmaker who it turns out is his ex, Emily Blunt. Well, that's the whole premise of the Fall Guy TV show. What do you mean it's not like the TV show? Of course, that's the Fall Guy. Oh, is that what happened? Oh, he I was thought... a stuntman. Oh, I thought it was like he took the fall for people. Oh. As a stuntman! <laughs> I thought what do you mean it's nothing like the TV? <laughs> Apparently exactly, it is! It's a reboot it's of exactly the... exactly oh what it is. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you didn't know! Oh, I think he took the fall for oh, me. Oh, Ashley. That kind of. Apparently it is a re- oh, reboot. Oh, come re-thing. on. <laughs> it is set to oh reach theaters March 1st. <laughs> wow. Good research on that, by the way. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Good grief. Ashley and Brad. It's Ashley and Brad on the radio. I'm still laughing. It's been minutes already, and I'm still laughing. 
It's just the way where I know we're supposed to be doing birthdays right now, but lo- sti- you know it's seriously, it's like you saying, oh, Universal's unveiled a new picture. It's called The Six Million Dollar Man, but it's not like the TV series. <laughs> this one's about a man who's put together with bionic parts after an experimental plane you know crash. What? And I'm like, wait, that's the exact premise. I'd like to walk off my words. Six like Million Dollar Man was. You know, sometimes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Ah, uh, the fall guy. No, it's nothing like the TV show. This one's about a stuntman. We're going to move on. We're just going to move on. Oh, but that's... that's oh, it's gold, Jerry. That is good. What is the deal with the fall guy? <laughs> Being a reboot of the exact thing. But here's that- the thing. Maybe Hollywood needs to come up with a different idea. Do you think so? <laughs> Maybe. Really? Maybe my fall guy idea is... Uh, okay, look, we've gotten too far afield. Uh, let's Just try and go back. let's try and spare the rest of birthdays uh, and special events. Today's November sixth because my mascara is running from Ooh, laughing. Day, day three ten <laughs> of the year. <laughs> Fifty five days left. Wow. Okay. Wow. <clears throat> okay. Uh, the Universal Pictures has unveiled <laughs> a new time traveling movie where a youth befriends a doctor and they travel in a DeLorean, but it's not like Back to the Future. It's nothing like that. Oh, really? Well, are you going to do birthdays or I not? I don't know. It's just, it's so funny to me. I don't know. <clears throat> Any, bruh, bruh. Anyway, uh-huh. Sally Field is now 77 years old. Former news correspondent Maria Shriver, 68. Lori Singer is 66. Ethan Hawke turns 53. Tandy Newton is 51. Rebecca Romaine is 51. And Emma Stone is 35 years old. It happened on the state in history, 1861. I know this because I portrayed him one time. James Naismith, the inventor of basketball. Oh, that's right. In Canada. Yeah. And uh, I went to the NBA uh, finals dressed as that's right, you Dr. did. And people actually came up to you and literally, and you're like, he died hundred no, they, years they ago. Thought, I mean, I was there to portray him uh, as a part of it. Anyway, they said, oh, "Thank you for inventing the game." I was like, "You're more than welcome." <laughs> <laughs> Let me sign your autograph. <laughs> well, yeah. In uh, 1995, Cleveland Browns owner Art Modell announced plans to move the team to Baltimore. How about that? Hmm. In uh, 97, President Bush opened his presidential library. In uh, 2017, Shalane Flanagan became the first American woman to win the New York Marathon in 40 years. Wow. Uh, Special events for this week. It's Drowsy Driving Prevention Week. Yeah, because we just changed the clocks. We get tired now. Yeah. Animal Shelter Appreciation Week, Polar Bear Week, Children's Book Week, Young Readers Week, Basketball Day, Nachos Day and mm. Saxophone Day is today. There you go. I'm sure, that's what he had in mind. I think so. <laughs> you have a birthday and a special event. Tell us when yours is, Woo! and we'll celebrate with you at triple eight nine two two seven two three four. Ashley and Brad. Well, let's talk to you, a job seeker. Certainly, by now you've had to brush up that resume of yours. And have it online. Yeah, well, <laughs> who carries around a printed version anymore? Please, I know. so old. But uh, you gotta, you gotta, like I said, freshen up some of those uh, right. reference. They said nothing older than fifteen years. Right, pull it off your rate. And here's the, the good thing with wow. being able to submit stuff online is with everything already being at your fingertips, you can just cut and paste and oh, maybe sure. delete a no, yeah. job. You're like, listen, I, that's more of a resume stain. I don't need to put that on there. Yeah. Are there? Is there a job that you're like? You know, I, I'd rather not include okay. that one. Once again, let's talk about this. I've looked at my resume recently. Mm-hmm. I had to kind of punch it up a little bit for right. some things. <laughs> and again, I've only worked in the following. Radio, 
theme parks, acting, voiceovers, right. puppeteering. So you the can leave stuff world. out, and it's not going to be as glaringly kind obvious. Of. Uh, but, but you know, a lot of the stations I've been are a little older. Yeah, uh, right. Those times. And I'm like, well, do I take, I mean, it, it still worked. Right. I did. So I'm like, well, I don't want to leave it but, off. But, but you can't lift, list everything on well, there. I know. So, right? But that's what I'm saying. It's an odd resume. I'll just yeah, say that. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, I have some other things, yeah, but not many. Anyway, yours? You know, I don't think I would leave any jobs off. I've only that's what had, I'm saying. So I, for me, I might not put, you know, like a whole extensive thing. I just might put radio here, 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 here. Uh, you know what I mean? I yeah. don't know that I would leave anything off necessarily, but I right. may, I, maybe I wouldn't elaborate on certain jobs. Well, okay. Were there jobs you held that you were like, oof, I shouldn't... Uh, yeah, but Put those were more like college jobs, you uh, know, that I, yeah. that's, and that's older than 15 years anyway. Well, yeah, so. I'm not going to put leaf blower on there when I was in high school. I mean, that was literally a job I had. You so. had one job for like three hours. You did it once and we're like, I'm not doing this oh, anymore. Oh, yeah. So yeah. are yeah. there any jobs that you guys were like, I don't know. I want to put that one on the on the, on the old resume. Yeah, let us know at triple eight nine two two seven two three four. Ashley and Brad expanding your vocabulary one word at a time here on the Ashley and Brad radio program. If you have missed these words, then my goodness, go to ashleybradradio.com. You'll see a link at the very top to all of these 160-ish something words. And it gives the word and the definition, so you know how to use it in a sentence. It sure does. Today's word that I would love for you to try and spell is mephitic. 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 Yeah. Mephitic. Mephitic. Here's a little spelling music for you to try and... Something to do with methodology? No. Mephitic. Fitic or thitic? Mephitic. Fitic. Mephitic. Yeah. It's an adjective. Is that a P-H or an F? It's a Latin word from the early 17th century. Why don't you tell me how to spell mephitic? Mephitic. M-E-P-H-I-D-I-C? Is... Missed it by a letter. Oh! M-E-P-H-I-T-I-C. Mephitic. What does mephitic mean? It means, especially of a gas or a vapor... Foul smelling or noxious. <laughs> <laughs> I could think of about eleven different I ways to use that word. Sure could, especially in a small little eight by eight room. For eight years working with someone, I'm just saying. Although they use references oh, yeah. such as I- <laughs> the cleaning chemicals oh, left <laughs> left a mephitic okay. smell in the hallway. I'm sure they did for hours. <laughs> Uh, be careful not to mix bleach and ammonia. That's true. You'll create a mephitic gas. That's, yeah. Sitting in a small radio a studio, <laughs> I have often caught a waft of a mephitic really? gassy smell. I would like to blame that on the salespeople that come in here all there's, the time. There's no dog in this studio, by the way, so can't blame it on Sparky. He's not around. Anyway, there's your word. Ashley and Brad. Well, thank you, Caller X. It's always it's always so good to hear from Caller X. He's um, he just kind of spot checks in every once yeah. in a while. Let you us know he's still there. You don't know if he's out there, but he did check in, and he said once again some uh, encouraging words. He had this to say: "You guys have been awesome. You've weathered the storm, the storm of the pandemic. Don't know if it hurt your listeners, but pandemic 
was a situation that hit me dearly working in the industry of nursing home. It worked my soul. But I have you on speed dial. Always appreciate the Ashley and Brad show. You guys bring so much joy, so much love. You bring everyone up. It's a, uh, it's a joy to listen to. You are a prize. Kudos. You weathered the storm. Thank you, Caller X. Very, very, very encouraging nice. words. We like to hear that. And we, we are, do. we're here to uh, hopefully lift people up is what we're trying to do. And yeah, we, we got through and there was uh, <clears throat> some issues along the way. That was a little challenging a little few challenging, years. Sure. sure. Uh, I'm not going to lie, but you know, thanks for the encouraging words. You can, thanks for what he does. That's a, that's well, a hard job. Exactly. He went through it too. So congratulations for you weathering the storm too. You can get in touch with us like Caller X did and Francis and everybody else will get to theirs as well. But let's get the news. The Roundup with Ashley Page. Well, I know you always say, read your food labels. Read yes, them. Look do. at them. Look at them. Yes. Just make sure. Well, read them. there is uh, an ingredient that you really want to, in particular, be paying attention to. It's called brominated vegetable oil. Okay. Uh, the Food and Drug Administration is proposing banning brominated uh, vegetable oil. It was once widely used in popular drinks like Gatorade. Mm-hmm. Brominated vegetable oil is a food additive primarily used in fruit-flavored uh, sports drinks and sodas to keep mm-hmm. it from separating, but it contains bromine, which is an element found in flame retardants. Yeah. Uh, so it's been linked to thyroid and memory issues. Just yeah, you're not supposed to ingest it. You're, right. You could use it to treat fabric, but... Uh, well, apparently yeah. we've been drinking it for decades. Gallons, gallons Dec- of it. Decades of it. So amusement parks Six Flags and Cedar Fair are merging. It's an $8 billion deal. Wow. So it's going to be kind of a, a theme park powerhouse, really. Yeah. With operations now spread across 17 U.S. states, three countries. And once wow. the deal closes, the company's going to operate under the Six Flags name. Okay. So Cindy Lauper has a new mission called the Not Alone Challenge. Especially this time of year, the goal is to raise awareness and funds to provide free mental health services to those who can't afford it, especially during the holidays. Other artists involved in this initiative include Lionel Richie, Kelly Clarkson, and Andrea Bocelli. In addition, there are items up for auction at NotAloneChallenge.org to help raise it. Who's helping funds. her? Kelly Clarkson. No, Kelly Clarkson! I knew, I knew it was coming. Okay. And that's your news roundup. Ashley and Brad. Monday, here on the Ashley and Brad Show, we always like to hit these benchmarks, especially on the Mondays. That's the day we do them. We always begin with a quiz. You will ask me any question about anything in the yes. world. Yes. To see if I can find out what it is. So you and I were both teenagers once. Yep. The once upon a time. The average American says they did this for the first time at age 16. What did they do at 16? This at 16. Well, obviously, my go-to, because of that age, I would say get their driver's license. That's what I would think, but no. And especially now, everyone's like, nah, I, I know. Kids are like, meh, I don't care about driving. I'm like, what? <laughs> That's like the freedom we... Anyway, My roommate said yesterday we were talking about that, and he said he bought his first car a year, a solid year, yeah. before he turned 16, just oh, so yeah. he could fix it up and it would be I, ready. I had a car waiting for me to t- when I turned 16, the one that I was practicing wow. driving all those deer. Anyway, it's wow. not that. So, uh, so uh, are you talking about people turning sixteen now, or just historically? Uh, uh, historically, they've waited over till the last to do this when they turn sixteen. Yes. Um, the average American mm, says they did this for the first time at age sixteen. Uh, something related to high school, per se? No, adulthood a little bit more. Okay, I would have thought. Um, uh, open a bank account or a savings account. Oh, that's a good answer. Yeah, maybe. 
No, no? I did that before. I did that before. I did, yeah, 16. I had like twelve. I had a passbook with a wow. savings account. Yeah, look at you. All that lawn mowing money. That's right. I had to put it. I had to put it somewhere <laughs> so it accrued all that interest. <laughs> uh, so it's not that. All right. So, um, you say it's adult, adult, uh, more adult oriented. Uh, I, I, so. Because I don't know. Adults could do be this. Anything. Pay taxes on something. No, uh, I think uh, um, uh, food, food beverage. Food beverage. The first time, ooh, not a sip of something they shouldn't be drinking before no. 21. Although my dad used to, he's like, you want to try some? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> well, that explains a whole bunch. Oh, my goodness. That frosted mug out of the freezer. Yeah. I mean, I had a couple sips, so it's not that. But something food related, they try their first escargot <laughs> yeah, at I'm 16. Sure. Lots of children are I don't know. Is it, a food, is it a food or a drink? Just tell me that. Drink. Oh, it's a drink. They're for, okay, so it's not alcoholic, but it's the first time they it's drink. It's not. Uh, you can first, make it that oh, way. Uh, then uh, their first time they have like coffee. First time they drink coffee really? at sixteen. Huh. I don't. I do recall when I was younger trying it and going, "Yeah, it's so bitter." Well, I, yeah. And then as I got older, I was like, oh, okay, "The I first like sip this. I had, it w- my grandfather drank it black, and I took right. it, like a sip, and I was like, black. <laughs> and then I was like, "Well, and now look eventually, at you. well, right." So <laughs> who's his grandfather's grandson? <laughs> this guy. But then when you started add the sugar and the creams, it's like, well, it's yeah. not even coffee anymore. Ashley and Brad. Monday on the Ashley and Brad show means the quiz, and it's always, and I mean always, followed up with the few. Mm-hmm. We're contractually obligated. I you believe. Know, where is that sheet of paper? I have I not seen I that contract haven't. in a great moment. It's been a minute. As you know, we have polled our audience, and you must try and match at least one of their top five answers in this feud. Are you ready? Here we go. Yeah. Name a fruit not often used for juice. A banana. Okay. Name a piece of furniture people need help moving. Anything heavy. A bed. A refrigerator. Yeah. One of those will suffice. Name something you need if you had a pet elephant. (laughs) A big saddle. (laughs) Peanuts. Okay. Yeah. That's more along the lines. Uh, Name a musical instrument you'd never find in an orchestra. Or seldom, I would say. Not never, but seldom find in an orchestra. Uh... A kazoo. One of the answers. <laughs> <laughs> Name an animal that has scales. A fish. All right, let's go back to your answers. Name a fruit not often used for juice. The number one answer, banana, of course. Uh, cantaloupe, watermelon, strawberry, honeydew. Finish watermelon? out Watermelon? I use that all the time. I love watermelon. But you don't juice it, juice it, like, a, you know, orange juice. You may, well, no. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Uh-huh. Name a piece of furniture people ne- need help moving. Uh, if you were me in my 20s, everything of course. is the answer. Right. What everyone. was on their list? Number one answer, couch sofa. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it was a sleeper pullout. No, those were heavy. From a second floor. Oh my, uh, <laughs> Just throw it out the window. Exactly. <laughs> Just leave it in there. Um, refrigerator, number two, piano, bed, pool table. Piano? you got to have like a professional move a piano. Well, <laughs> if you want to stay in tune and keep it working, you do. Yes. Name something you need if you had a pet elephant. <laughs> Jocko, what do you say? Number one answer, peanuts or food. Mm-hmm. Although the peanuts, they, they, they're just food. They eat more hay probably than anything else. Large yard or space, without mm-hmm. question. A big shovel is three. <laughs> Ew. Ew. <laughs> a barn or shelter and then a chain or a leash. Hmm, okay. Name a musical instrument you'd never find in an orchestra. Our audience said the number one answer, guitar. Uh, really? Well, that's what I'm saying. If it's some orchestras might, if they're doing a tribute yeah, to a specific artist. But that's true. Harmonica, 
banjo, mm. drums instead of kettle drums, right? Right, right. And a Good kazoo is the final answer. And fine, then, when a recorder, remember that? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Middle school or third yeah. grade or whatever. And that then was. finally, name an animal that has scales. The number one answer fish, of, of course. course. Snake, alligator, and lizard round out the feud. Ashley and Brad. Well, thanks, Katie. I was correct in my assumption that she had grandchildren. I was just making a stab since she's often in touch she with us. I pictures or something. Yeah, and I know she sent uh, pictures of her son in the past, but she actually did follow up with pictures of her granddaughter. So cute. Yeah. So uh, thanks, Katie, for doing that. You can send stuff to us, by the way, on our email address, which is ab at ashleybradradio.com. We are always asking, imploring, I wouldn't say begging, but we're gently asking for you to send on your comments and thoughts of everything we're talking about. 888 is also the phone number. So there's a few ways to get in touch with us. Um, and when you do so, perhaps you can use some digital etiquette. Which, <laughs> polite. Be polite. polite. Be polite. Don't Give us type your name. in all caps. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there are, yes, exactly that. There are things that we always, like if you've never texted us, please include a name yeah. so we know who we're talking to. Right. And we'll just say, oh, thanks, so and so, for telling us. Um, the all, I don't, I'm not bothered by the all caps thing. I know some people are like, oh, yeah. And even if I'm trying to make a point, then I'll put it in all caps. Even punctuation is now coming under fire. Well, I know. So, There's a lot of but it, so it, it's changing. It's fluid. It evolves because it's not like etiquette that we've had from Emily Post, which is a matter of fact funny because we're going to talk about etiquette tips from the 1800s I see. later in the show and how it's kind of different. Okay. But uh, when when we do things, especially now with Zoom, mm-hmm. and we've got all gotten kind of used to that over the last few years. I wouldn't say used to it. And it's interesting because how many times have you been on a Zoom call and people are doing other things? They're trying to multitask. All the time. Right. Yeah. And they're saying, you know, stay tuned in. If you're on a Zoom call, be on the Zoom call. Right. You know, don't try to, you know, well, don't let people be taking a shower behind you. And (laughs) there's things you got to make sure Mm -hmm. of your surroundings. So these are specifically related to Zoom then? Well, it's digital stuff. Uh, It's, you know, when you're not just trying to. Right. When you're trying to, to take calls, whether it's a phone or a Zoom or whatever, try to be in a quiet place. Uh, it helps you, but it also helps everybody else around you. Like you said, how many times have you heard a conversation while you're shopping or you know, the All grocery the store or whatever? Yeah. Sometimes you can't avoid it, but if you can, get up and go outside. I you know, must. Be out. I, I've got to find the cone of silence somewhere to go have a conversation. <laughs> you know what they be? Do you remember back in the day with phone booths? Oh, of course. Maybe they, that's what they need, like a I, right. like a phone booth for cell phones. You could just go in a quiet little padded room. Even in the car. I mean, the car, the road true. noise is too much sometimes. That's true. Yeah. And even for like family time, because technology brings people together that maybe they can't mm-hmm. be across the country or whatever. Right. They said, you know, take turns giving updates. Like give everyone sure. a few minutes to go around and, and, and talk. Uh, you know what? This may sound rude or intrusive, but a timer certainly helps. And there are little yeah. there are little apps that you can put on the screen to show an actual countdown timer, right. so people are mindful of their time, so everybody has time to share. That's awesome. That's yeah, a that's great, great thing to have. Ashley and Brad. Well, thanks everybody for getting in touch with us, including Deborah, because we were discussing on Friday about uh, the dermatologists say you shouldn't take more than three showers a three week. Three showers in a week. Well, they said your body doesn't need it unless yeah. you're doing something obviously yeah. active. I know, but Deborah had this to say: No, 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 no way. I work in food. I run around five days a week. Cannot not take a shower three times a week only. 
got to be five days. Have a great day. So, all right. So she's working, working in, food, in food prep or yeah. food of some kind. And yeah. I guess that, you know, she maybe on be, the weekends yeah. you can relax She a could be in the butcher shop for all we know, hanging sides of beef <laughs> and not showering except three days a week. <laughs> come on. <laughs> and then you're just like, come home. And, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway, thanks, Deborah, for getting in touch. 888-922-7234. See, it's a voicemail and a text. It does both. It's a dessert topping. It's a floor wax. <laughs> it does everything. All right, let's uh, find out what's news. The Roundup with Ashley Page. So listen, we all should have switched our clock back an hour over the, the weekend. Have, but, and yeah. you get the extra hour of sleep in the fall. So people are like, yay. Uh, they think of that as the good one, the good time change. Well, uh, yeah. But it can have some undesirable effects. This first week of getting used to, you know, the getting dark at 2.30 in the afternoon, it can right. mess with our body rhythms, specifically our sleep cycles. Hmm. You, not just you, but your kids, your pets. Everybody's affected by that light because it's the central driver of our circadian rhythm. Right. And they said you've got to find time for extra daylight exposure mm-hmm. right now, specifically this first week, but all uh, until we change the clocks again in March. Sit outside a lot Speaking, more is what you're saying. Yes. I see. Yes. Got it. Speaking of waking up in the morning, yes. uh, abruptly waking up like by your alarm mm-hmm. can have negative consequences for your heart and blood pressure. According to research, waking up to a sudden noise can cause the body's fight or flight reaction. Well, that's every used day to of the life. I, I mean, I who know. doesn't wake up abruptly? They said it can lead to an adrenal, adrenaline rush, increased heart rate, and a spike in blood pressure. Maybe that's going to be the new excuse for calling in now. Okay. Go, hey, I well, my alarm scared what, me. Uh, yeah. I can't come in now. Oh, believe me. <laughs> I have to work five days a week at eight hours a day, and I had to wake up abruptly. Can I believe it? So I guess, every day that I wake up, yeah, it's I know. Abrupt. Well, that's what I'm saying. So I guess this is the argument for those gentle. They the light increases, right. the music gets louder. Those kinds of things. I actually have that alarm, and it oh, does. Oh, I gotta boy. say, I wake up a little happier, a little a little better. Well, then they you are. better <laughs> stick to that, sister. That's all I know. So live from Daryl's <laughs> wow. house. The Webby Award-winning musical performance show co-hosted by Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Daryl Hall is returning to the web after a five-year halt in production. I would have thought during the pandemic, well, I guess you couldn't have people over at the house, but I would have thought that would have been huge. But new episodes drop weekly. This season, artists like Howard Jones, Lisa Loeb, uh, among many others stopping by. You can find live from Daryl's house on YouTube. And that's your news roundup. Ashley and Brad. What is it that Americans would like for this Christmas, this holiday season? Well, we actually covered that topic on Friday. Shockingly, or not, depending on your view, tattoo removals are huge. Yeah, that's a big gift this year. (laughs) Something maybe you wouldn't think about, but they're giving gift certificates to like dermatologists and Maybe you're walking around with those two full sleeves that you're like, hmm, I really don't want this now. Well, it ages a little different than I think people think. Sometimes. Sometimes it can. can. All they need is Dr. Turlington's tattoo removal (laughs) from SNL. One of the best skits (laughs) I've ever seen. Uh, That's That's hilarious. But that's that's not exactly what they, all of the gifts that they were requesting this holiday Christmas season. Well, have you ever done the subscription uh, things, not mm. not like a magazine subscription, but like a something that comes every month. Like no, the, I know, like the wine of the month, the cheese right, of the month, the hot sauce of the month. Right. No, I've never done those. I just, I don't. Know. I kind of love those. Yeah, That's the I, gift I, that I keeps know. on giving, Clark. Yeah, I get all it. year round. Uh, yeah. But there's some really good ones. I think it's uh, yeah, it's hellosubscription.com says okay. there's a, a list of. But you could type in and say you know what are some good ones. And there must be a jelly of the month club. I'm I mean, sure there has to there's got to be. Gotta be. Right. There's got to be yeah. uh, the DIY projects okay. from. Annie's creative. Okay. So every month you get something really cool to, yeah. and it comes because it comes with 
all the stuff in it. That's what these subscriptions are great for. Yeah. Uh, if you've got kids, uh, it's called Radish Kids. It's a little cooking club for yeah. little ones to right. kind of help them. That like little flashcards. Yeah. It's that one's really cool too. There, oh, there's also the Mark Rober one. He's got uh, some like the stem right. steam things. Yes. Where you can put stuff together. Absolutely. Those are um, fun. If you don't have kids, or maybe your kids are grown, or mm-hmm. you don't want to get something along those lines, what about for someone who's got a pet? Okay. Barkbox. Okay. They send something every month. Flaviar, which is for spirits. Um, okay. You know, whiskey, gin. You know, they'll send you different things. And then this one I got last year, mm. and yeah. I want to renew it. I love it. It's called Masterclass. Yeah. And it's oh, an yeah. online with um, like teachers and actors and musicians. All the and, people at the top of the game. Yes. Teaching, directing Ron Howard, Martin Scorsese. Yes. It's right. Magic really, by Penn and Teller. It's so, so, so yeah. good. But there's a lot of really great ones, so if you hadn't thought of something, uh, definitely check it out. Uh, at Have they not asked us to teach the radio masterclass, by the way? <laughs> I don't know. I guess our invitation got, got lost in the mail. Yeah, again. <laughs> Ashley and Brad. Thanks, everybody, for uh, listening to Ashley and Brad on the radio. Like I said, we're just going to focus and concentrate on Thanksgiving since that's the holiday that's in front of us next. <laughs> and it's, you know, coming quickly. It's now yeah, the 6th, so we've got 17 days. Little over two weeks, just over two weeks. So you got to start buying here. stuff. Well, you don't have to, but yeah, you, you can start eat. planning for it. So uh, obviously, the bird is always the big question. Yeah, and every year we talk to the people at Butterball and Which we ask will. them a series of questions. You know what we should do? Uh, what's that? We should talk to the people at Butterball and the people at Jenny O and compare their oh. answers. <laughs> wow, like it's a- like the sharks and the jets. <laughs> can they be friends? I don't know. <laughs> just have a turkey fight. <laughs> do a in the middle off. of the street. Yeah. So the biggest question they always get uh, is about how long. Does Thawing. thawing it. It's like an hour per pound or something. Anyway, yeah. it's it's a while. But equally as important as they'll tell you is the cook time. You have to make sure it's the internal temperature right, thoroughly, right? With the internal temperature. Well, and it's interesting because um, one of my girlfriends, her family came from Italy, and so they don't do uh, turkey and chicken. They do a big uh, meat pasta yeah, kind right. of thing, and so it's interesting because a lot of people, you know, if you don't cook your your the meat to a correct temperature, yeah. you can get sick. Not only yeah. you, but your entire Thanksgiving, right? You know, people that you have over. Right. So there are some temperatures that y- you need to make sure. Uh, and do you yeah. know what the chicken and turkey is? Uh, it's within five degrees. It's either 160 or 170. It's somewhere in there. I it, think it's 160. It's actually 165. Okay. But you can two. take it out at 160 right. because it'll continue to cook for a little bit. Right. So that's a, But you've got yeah. the turkey and the chicken, 165. That's higher than, I think, beef. Uh, I think the turkey and chicken, the beef, fowl, fowl poultry is a little higher than it is. steaks. It's the highest one. Yeah. Has to be the highest one. Yeah. Um, I think I think fish, yeah. So fish, pork chops, and beef, Yeah, 145. Okay. Uh, you 20 know. degrees less. But ground pork mm-hmm. is at 160. Okay. So if you're doing something along those lines. Yeah. But it's really important. They said, you know, if you don't own a meat thermometer, they're, yeah. not, they're not expensive. No. And it's really important to make well, sure people aren't, The turkeys you know, used to have the little thing in the, yes, the breast but, of it that's <laughs> supposed to pop still- up. <laughs> Just in case that doesn't yeah. work. Ashley and Brad. It's Ashley and Brad on the radio. Mondays, we do a few things. We do the quiz, the feud, which we've already done. And we also have six-year-old trivia. It's still not technically six years old. But almost. It's, it's almost enough. there. It's a uh, question of the day trivia calendar we found in the back of our closet from 2018. 
Uh, let's rip off some questions here. We're on a, we're on a low budget on the show. We're on a very we, low budget. We don't get to go buy new new games. <laughs> no. If you want to send us one, you know, that wouldn't hurt. I'm just saying maybe a stocking stuffer idea. Uh, let's ask you some questions. Okay. In Three Dog Night's song, Joy to the World, uh-huh. what type of animal was Jeremiah? He was a bullfrog. Damn, thank goodness you knew that. I was going to lose my mind if you had never <laughs> heard that song. Of course I've heard that. I used to love that of song. Of course you say. <laughs> uh, what is the highest mountain in North America? Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 give me some options. Uh, okay. I'll give you Kilimanjaro, Everest, McKinley, or known as Denali now. M- Mount McKinley, because that's Denali National yes, Park in exactly Alaska. Correct. All right. You have two options for this. Okay. Which U.S. states border the most states? I'll do. I'll give you a hint. There are two of them, and they each border eight states. Mm. So I need you to tell me which two states border eight they other. Each states. border eight. Yeah. Hmm. Uh huh. Hmm. I don't know this. Um, mm. Colorado, well, maybe? Ooh, no. Could be one? No. no. Uh-uh. That borders five? No. Colorado's one, two, three, Is four, five, five six. Uh, I think that's six? seven. Seven? Yeah. So, but you need one more. Two uh. states border eight other states. Which are they? And we'll make. Hmm. Obviously, they're inland, so they're, they're landlocked. Yeah. Uh, so. Right. But. <laughs> Which are they? Hmm. Tennessee? Yes. Okay. That's one of them. Uh-huh. Trying to think of all the little things around. Right. <sighs> it's not like Virginia. Was, is, am I in the right, is, is, is the other ones in that same area? Oh, sure. In fact, it touches Tennessee at its northwest corner. Mm-hmm. Kentucky? No. And it's northwest corner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Illinois? Oh, not Illinois. Indi- um, um, Missouri? Yes. <gasps> Yes, for bonus points, which oh no, let's I don't not go there. We, have. <laughs> we don't got that kind of time. Can you name the states that border either of those? A bunch of them. Yeah, a lot of them. Eight of them. I'm to gonna. Be exact. Ha- I gotta look at my. Ca- yeah, I know. Yeah. I should know a lot more. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ashley and Brad. Thanks, Teresa. You are in touch with our show on our text line, 888-922-7234. How many grandkids would you like was the question we asked on Friday. Because mm-hmm. we got some, it was a surprising survey. Yeah. 26% of people said none. Right. Of the survey you said, but uh, a few of our listeners chimed in, even on uh, social media. Mm-hmm. Teresa texted and said, those who don't want uh, grandkids don't know what they're missing. Yeah, that's what I would think. She has two grandsons, then they have her wrapped around their finger. Oh. I am ready for what the Lord will bless me with next. Not looking for a specific number. I'll just be thankful for whatever he decides. And that's, I think, the common refrain from a lot of our listeners mm-hmm. is like, whatever comes their way, they are more than happy for. Right. Uh, even if it's, you know, 16 grandkids, they'll <laughs> all be over Grandma and Papu's house over the weekend. And uh, thanks for everybody for getting in touch, is what we're saying. On social media, it's Ashley Brad Radio and the phone number, 888 Here's news. The Roundup with Ashley Page. Well, read your food labels. I know you're always telling everyone, yes. read the food read labels. Read your food labels, but, Ashley. But if there is a, a an ingredient called brominated vegetable oil, in fact, go through your pantry. And if it says that, you probably want to toss it. The Food and Drug Administration says they'd like a ban on brominated vegetable oil. It's a food ingredient once mm. widely used in popular drinks like Gatorade. It's primarily for uh, sports.
sports drinks and sodas, uh, the the citrus flavored ones, mm-hmm. the fruit flavored ones, yeah. to keep the ingredients from separating. It contains something called bromine, which is uh, something they use in flame retardants. Mm. Uh, it's linked to thyroid and memory issues. So, so you're saying we're not supposed to be drinking bromine? I'm saying that's flame what retardant. they're saying. Yeah, that shouldn't be drinking. Probably that. not good for you. Copy that. Yeah, got that. So we told you earlier in the year, but the price of olive oil was going to be uh, going up mm-hmm. because there was a huge drought. Across Europe, yeah, which is yeah. where the majority of it comes from. Well, here it is. It's it's hit now. Prices are sort of about 115%. So you're going to be paying about 22% more at least in the grocery store. I have a little importer. Be- it's yes. known as Jenko. <laughs> Olive oil importers that I deal with. It's that is such an inside film reference that that's the actual name of the oil imp- olive oil importer right there, Jenko. You're the only one. You no. and Scorsese. Mario only- Puzo, I think the Puzo. author. Right? yeah. Think. Those are the only ones that know. So, uh, the iconic romantic, speaking of movies, uh, uh-huh. film Love Actually, oh, celebrating yeah. its yeah. 20th anniversary. They're going to do a, a 4K re- uh, remastered re-release yeah. uh, to be screened in select U.S. cities in November and December. The theatrical presentation of the film is going to have a 10-minute introductory video. The home version will have 30 minutes, a little featurette with the cast and crew sharing their memories. Some of, of those vignettes are very funny and yeah. very cute. and yeah, Really, it's, really I kinda, awesome. I like, it's not very appropriate for children, yeah, that's for sometimes sure. Sometimes not. Yeah. But it's be, it, a lot of them were kids when it was, and now they're adults. Well, I know. So, yeah. really cool. That's your news roundup. Ashley and Brad. It's Ashley and Brad on the radio. And here we are in our chamber to practice some of our etiquette for you. Always use your silverware from the outside in. Bring your calling card. Your dessert is at the top of your plate. And what side is the bread? What side is the water? Yeah. So many things yeah, that you got to remember. That don't really matter anymore is what no. we're saying. But they used to. I mean, oh, like, sure they seriously used to. Used to. Yeah. If you're eating at a restaurant with tablecloths, then you <laughs> right. might have to know this, but chances are you don't. So this is interesting but, because these yeah. were etiquette tips from 1834. Oh, and I'm sure it's How? a vastly different landscape from then so, to now. Interesting. Uh, for dinners, yes. well-bred people, they say, arrive mm-hmm. as near to the appointed hour as possible. It is yes. vulgar. It is a vulgar assumption uh, to be purposefully late. Yes. Agreed, Tids Optimist. So, exactly. Also, make sure you use your knife and fork quietly as to not scrape on your teeth. Okay. And don't pick your teeth at the table. I think you're still not supposed to do that one. Mm, I mean... rest of the stuff's pretty maybe outdated, but... Yeah, I mean, you shouldn't make a getting, giant meal out of yeah. getting every last bit, but if you if there is something, you're yeah, you're able to get it out. As so. far as introductions, yes. never introduce people to each other without previously understanding that it is agreeable to both. Okay. So you have to secretly go, he wants to meet you, and then go I up see. to her and go, she wants to meet right. him, and then it's okay. okay. Can't do that. Right. Uh, dancing, mm-hmm. uh, do not on any account, okay. on any account. From 1834. From 1834, uh-huh. go to a strange lady and request her to dance. Really? She will decline the honor. But if you see her dancing afterward, don't be offended because it not it might not be that she despised you, just that she preferred another. The next sentence makes me laugh. Wait, no, hold on. So the pause there because there literally used to be the dance card. 
Your right. dance card, you'd have to have it filled with gentlemen callers who were requesting a dance. You had to go to the MC, yeah. and he would present it. You can't just approach her. But this is the line right. that cracks me up. Yeah. We cannot always fathom the hidden springs which influence a woman's actions. Wow. <laughs> I love that. And here's something interesting. From 1834, they mm-hmm. were talking about smoking. Yeah. If you are so fortunate as to have contracted the low habit yes. of smoking, right. do it where it will least prove offensive and then wash your mouth. Wow. That's from 1834. They were on to something they, back then. They might have known. Yeah. Ashley and Brad. As we were telling you here on the Ashley and Brad Show, as a public service, just like Huey Lewis says, over the weekend, you should have gone. Yeah, should have gone back in time with an hour. One hour. Exactly. You got the extra hour of sleep. Yeah, which is okay, but still, at this point in our society, we just could do away with it. We have electricity. It doesn't apply anymore. 19 states have lobbied to get it off the books. Let's get it off it's the books. It's up to Congress, and they're taking their precious sweet time with it. But anyway, we still have to go through this charade of... For the next, for what, I, five months? And it affects our sleep. It affects our circadian rhythm. It and they sure said does. when that happens, yeah. when your circadian rhythm gets kind of wonky... Everything they, gets wonky they, with no sleep. Right. Yeah. They changed... They, they said instead of daylight saving time, mm. it's daylight craving time. Oh, okay. Because... When the days are shorter mm-hmm. and we don't have as much uh, access to sunlight, yeah. we tend to snack more. Okay. So this time of year, it's just what happens. Uh-huh. So, and I do find myself, you know, when it's dark and I'm watching TV, <laughs> snacking a little don't more. Don't blame it on the daylight saving time. <laughs> uh, it's a little too late for that. But this is all the stuff that popcorn, chips, cookies, ice cream. It's all the stuff that I'm just a little by. There are veggies on the list, but only 3% okay. will grab some so veggies look, to snack you say on. that I'm always busting on you. Uh, look, I'll give so you an opportunity. So it's not just me. I'll give you an opportunity. At Life Group last week, yes. there's always a little something, a little nosh, right. a little dessert or sweet. And there's right. four of these little coffee cakes served up. Lemon, cinnamon, and chocolate, and one other. I'm like, okay. Mm. But right next to it were two bowls of Chex Mix. Oh, you love Chex and Mix. And so I was like, you know, I don't need any sweets, but... <laughs> Did you did you clear the bowl? The checks, ah, the checks, so good. Wow. So that's my the crunchy salty. That's my downfall. So. Well, and you make checks. This is the time of year when you're making that stuff, and I then know. you bring it in. You're like, oh. So I, know. I mean, I know. do you guys find yourself snacking a little bit more? I mean, it gets dark at three o'clock in the afternoon. Now, are you sitting down with a little bowl of something? And does does the light really have anything to do with it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't. Yes. Mm, I've seen the statistics on Americans. <laughs> I don't know. It's all year round. Yeah, kinda. It? Yeah. Ashley and Brad. Well, let's give a shout out to Brian Johnson. From the Breakfast Club, Brian, Brian Johnson? Brian Johnson, a member of the uh, Shermer High School Physics yeah, Club. Right, what yes. exactly do you do in there? We talk about physics, you know, <laughs> properties of physics, laws of physics. Uh, Brian Johnson from the Breakfast Club. Good yes. Movie. Uh, uh, Brian is a fan of physics, and yes. so he should be appreciating today, which is International Day of Medical Physics. Yes. Maybe a little different, well, but still. N- well, I don't know. This day raises awareness about how physics plays a part in patient care. And you may not think much of that, but you should think about this. Okay. So first of all, physics is, is um, it studies matter, motion, energy, things like how electricity and sound and gravity and inertia, how mm-hmm. all that stuff works. And the yeah. reason that's important for those of us that go to the doctor, yeah. uh, because one area in which physics is huge is in stuff like um, uh, radiology. 
and nuclear medicine. So if you've ever had uh, an MRI, a CT scan, an X-ray, an ultrasound, all that stuff has to do with uh, medical physics. Mm -hmm. And if you aren't clear on some or you want some more information, there's a great great documentary called The Genius of Marie of Marie Curie. Oh, sure. Oh, Madame and another Curie. Amazing. And then there's another one called Radioactive. Yeah. So definitely check that out. And, and next time you go into the doctor to get a, an x-ray or a mm-hmm. CAT scan, yeah. you'll be like, I know how this thing works now. Yeah. Ashley and Brad.